Hey, welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. Uh, today, I act well. We got kind of poopish uh, for a little while. It was my bad. But we began by finding out that if you go to TJ Maxx, apparently the lighting in there makes you have to poop. And we had a first-hand account. Yes, every TJ Maxx and even Home Goods oh, requires a bathroom visit. And from there, we jumped to dogs pooping and you stepping in it. So Dog poop, cow poop, yeah, we stepped in it all. Up to the ankles. And... From there, we learned that many people are spreading ashes in unique places, like at a pink concert. You know what? Baby, you're a firework. That's right. <laughs> Katy Perry? Either way, that and much more right now on the Morning Mix podcast. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. According to a recent story, many people have begun putting their pajamas in the freezer and they leave them in there for like a little while and they put them on before they go to bed. But an expert is saying, don't do that because all you're doing is collecting moisture in the pajamas. As you go to bed, that moisture is going to heat up and it's going to wake you up because you're going to feel damp yeah. and it's going to make you uncomfortable. So it might feel good for a minute, but it's dangerous. It's going to make you sweat more. Yeah, like so many things. Yeah. I thought it felt good. That's a problem. Yep. <laughs> what do you do to stay cool? 815, I hang out in the swimming pool, but I stay hydrated because I drink Miller Lite. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I like it. And 847, I got one of those nifty neck fans. Mm. You know, the thing that hangs around your neck and just blows up at your face. That's kind of nice. I have one of those. 312, I take my estrogen pill. Oh, yeah. It yeah. helps level everything out. Got it. Yeah. Okay, cool. 630, my husband makes our house a cave in the summertime. He puts blackout curtains on every single window. I hate it so much, but it's effective. But it's cool. There you go. Keeps it cool. Uh, how do I cool off in the summer from 630? I just wait for my next hot flash because after that, it feels really cool. Oh, okay. You go really high, then you come really low. Mm-hmm. Two and nine, slightly different. How do I cool off? I get naked after a shower, and I stand in front of a fan. Ooh. <laughs> you so can like, like, feel everything yeah. kind of tense. Yeah, you're like lightly damp. You're like, ooh, mama. <laughs> Erica says, if I want to cool off, I just get the biggest iced coffee possible from Duncan. Uh, Shout out to Whip. Good yep. plan, good plan. There you go. When I'm sleeping to stay cool, I have an overhead fan on. I, I got a cooling pillow, and I crank up the AC. It's kind of nice. How do you stay cool in the summertime, 630? Lots of frozen strawberry daiquiris. Yes. Yeah. Similarly, at 630, I eat a lot of ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's always fun. Frozen Mai Tais. Oh. Iced bush lattes. Oh. Keeping you cool. Let's see. I put a bag of frozen corn or frozen peas, and I put it on the back of my neck. It's kind of fun. Yeah, that works. And then, and then like a half an hour later, you're like, all right, dinner. Yeah. Just throw them in the microwave. Throw them in the microwave. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I work in a hospital, and they keep it ice cold, so I'm cold year-round. <laughs> I like this one, 708. Uh, just air conditioning. <laughs> okay. Yeah, also works. Yeah. 
Let's see. I put a sweater on just my head, and then I drape it down my back, and that helps keep the sun off my back, I guess, mm-hmm. they say. Okay. These are fun. Uh, I like to take grapes, and I put those in the freezer, and then I eat them on a hot day. It's refreshing. You can also put the grapes in your wine, and then they don't water down your wine, and they keep it cold. Mm -hmm. It's always fun at Ravinia, so plan for that. And finally, what do you do to stay cool? I put an ice pack on my sack. Oh, the old okay. ice the sack. All right. Not, yeah. It's not just for vasectomies. It's right. for anything. That was what originated the idea, right, I think. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> right also, on you're it. like, I am not only a little more comfortable, I'm not hot. Not at all. <laughs> and if you really want to go wild, you can sit on one and put one on top. And then you're like a weird Oreo. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of fun. Put yeah. those in a special place in the freezer, though. Yeah. Like, they have their own, oh, their yeah. own area. No, 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 no. Same thing. Yeah. You just go ahead and you put them right in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. A great day to go to TJ Maxx. According to an online story, many people claim that when they go to TJ Maxx, within a few minutes, they feel the urge to splurge and take a duper. Okay? Apparently, something with the lighting is making people's bowels react in a way that makes them have to dookie. So we said, is this true? Can anyone confirm or can anyone deny that when they go into TJ Maxx, they're a Maxinista, and when they go in there, they feel a little movement in the caboosal region? Yeah, caboosal. Hi, Anna. Good morning. Good morning. Anna, first, before we get started, I just want to thank you for your bravery. Yes. (laughs) Anna, first and foremost, do you consider yourself a Maxinista? I sure do. Okay, you go to TJ Maxx. Now, you said you sure do. When you go to TJ Maxx, do you sure do do? I sure do do. (laughs) Wow. So, do you know where the bathrooms are in most TJ Maxx's at this point then? Absolutely. As soon as you walk in the store, you're fine. And then right when you get to the center of the store, it's like, oh, my God, I got to go. Really? (laughs) Now, did did you notice this before you heard this story? or? Okay, you did. And ha- how long has this been the case for you at TJ Maxx? Every store. Every really? Found every because every TJ Maxx is different. So you can go to any TJ Maxx, and no matter where, what town they're in, it's friggin' happens. And any wow. other stores? Do you find this happens with any other stores you go to? Well, Home Goods is just like TJ Maxx. So, home goods as well. Really? And you're like, I gotta check if they have that pillow I wanted. Yeah. I really gotta go. <laughs> Leave it yeah. outside. Mm-hmm. So, Anna. And then you have to leave your car. Yes, it's and it's like, How do you get any shopping done, so Anna? It sounds like most stores you walk into, it hits out. So, how are you getting no, any no, shopping done? Stores. No, most stores. Only TJ Maxx and Home Goods. Wow. And as soon as you're done, as soon as you're done, then you can go shop. You're clear. Right. You have a clear That's conscience, yeah. a clear butt. That's great. Well, you Anna. You have more money to spend. Yeah, All the pants fit better. It's yeah. great. Exactly. The Morning Mix Podcast. We got a text from 708. What's with all the poop talk this morning? Uh, yeah, uh, it's my bad. Uh, quite honestly, not quite sure how it happened, but here we are. And uh, I apologize. I didn't uh, really think no. out that TJ Maxx followed right. immediately by the dog poop. But you know what? We're here. And uh, it happens to the best of us. So Let's what can you do? Get it all out at one time. Yeah, that's what happens in real life. You never expect it to happen. And when it right. does, you're like, how do we get here? Surprise. I don't know. But we are here. Sometimes you go on those streaks. That's sometimes right. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's days where you don't yeah. have one. And sometimes you're like, wait, I just, oh, excuse me. See you later. <laughs> yeah, how are you supposed to know? What's this guy working toward a goal weight? What's going on right. over there? My goodness. But it happens to the best of us. You're out there living your life and people don't pick up after the dog, mm-hmm. which by the way, if you're walking a dog, pick up after your dog. What are you doing? 
That's your job. That's part of your... You don't have a lot of jobs as a dog owner. That's right. one of them, and it's an easy one. Just bring a bag. Nobody's asking you to barehand it. You know what I mean? But you stepped in it. 312-233-1019. Good morning, Dawn. Hi. How are you? I am doing well. Now, this happened at work. You stepped in it? Yes, yes. I was an assistant principal at the time, and I had to ride a bus to monitor some rowdy children. Got off at one of the stops and had to get back on. And when I got back on, I'm smelling something, and I looked down. It was my shoe. It was a total Ferris Bueller moment. Oh, no. (laughs) So now what happens? You're on the bus. You're waiting for the next stop? Yes, waiting for the next stop. The little girl sitting next to me is trying to hand me tissues to wipe off the shoe. Oh, no. And and then I had to wait for... uh, I ended up having to get off the bus to wait for one of the other uh, office ladies to come pick me up so that the bus could finish the route. Oh, my god! You got to get dropped off. Literally. That's hilarious. Okay, Dawn, stay right there. Don't go anywhere, Dawn. So Dawn, assistant principal, trying to keep order on the bus and steps in it at a stop. That ain't fun. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Um, we moved into an apartment, and the dog really didn't like it. And I went into my walk-in closet to get some clothes, and he had super poop. And I walked into it two feet, slid in the closet. Oh, my. <laughs> this sounds like a Ben Stiller movie. So you slipped on it and slid across the floor of the closet? Yes, my husband loves this story. He loves bringing it up. I'm like, oh. I was barefoot. Oh, no. Oh, this is going to be the heebie-jeebies now. I've, we, I've made shorts. a mistake. I can feel it. Chicago, this is my bad. I'm going to yeah. take the heat on this one. Melissa, stay right there. Don't go anywhere, Melissa. This, yeah. I, You know what? I'm sorry. I did the TJ Maxx. That was fun. Uh, and then in, in in theory, and then now we got Melissa slip and sliding on a on the, the the poop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you run, you slide, you hit the poop, and then take a dive. The dog didn't the like dog the didn't house. Like the house. So Obviously. Oh, my goodness. Dog will show you. I guess so. Hi, Heather. Hi. This was actually, we've upgraded. We're going from a dog to a cow. Is that right, Heather? Yes, that's exactly right. Now, uh, you say, uh, well, you live in Schaumburg and you have a cow? Oh, where, where were you that there was a cow, Heather? <laughs> no, I live in Chicago, but I was living in uh, New Orleans at the time. Okay, great. So you're down in New Orleans and uh, there's a cow. And what happens? I got out of my car. I was traveling for work. There were other coworkers in the car. I got out of the car and I stepped right into the cow poop. Like it went all the way up past my ankle. Oh! So you just had on a full cow poop boot. Yeah, I was wearing sandals. So oh! Yeah, and it was the morning, and I was like, I'm never, I cannot continue. Luckily, somebody had an extra pair of shoes in their car, and my shoes went right in the garbage. Yeah. But now, it, it it went everywhere. Did you find yeah. like a hose somewhere and just hose yourself off? They somebody had paper towels. That's the best I could do. <laughs> now, oh, that sounds like it would linger all day. Yeah, it was it was pretty awful. That was pretty rough. Yeah, or there's some spa somewhere that's like, no, come on. In. Yeah, no, for the feet. you get home and take like a silkwood shower. Yes. <laughs> you know I mean? like, so was this just on the streets of New Orleans, or was there a farm that you? I were... was kind of down in the bayou, so okay. yeah, more more rural. This Got person it. was supposed to be showing Got in the community, and Got yeah, it. Okay. It was a great first move. Yeah, <laughs> by who? Yeah. By you? Oh, the morning mix podcast. Spreading ashes. It happens often as people pass and they have a last wish that's maybe I want to be spread. Often there are big landmarks, you know, hey, spread me at Stonehenge, spread me in front of Big Ben, spread me at Wrigley Field, at Fenway Park. Yeah, this is where we met. This is a famous place. Fudruckers. Yes. (laughs) 
Good luck finding that. Yeah, I know. Seriously. <laughs> We got a text from 630. Hey, my grandma was just like Chris, Chris's grandma. She wanted to be sprinkled at Carson's at the mall, so she'd be the first person there every morning. Oh, my God. That is great. I love that. Where did you have to spread them? Because someone handed Pink, live on stage, they handed Pink a bag of ashes. And she said, quote, is this your mom? I don't know how I feel about this. What was she supposed to do? Spread them on the stage? Everyone was confused. Yeah. Where did you spread them? Hi, Eileen. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Love your show. Oh, love you right back. Now you spread dad. Where at? Um, Actually, we had a cottage up in um, northern Wisconsin on Mercer Lake, and he wanted his ashes spread in his favorite fishing hole. Oh, that's so, lovely. Um, all of his family and grandchildren got together, and we took the pontoon to his favorite fishing hole, and we all spread some of his ashes at his favorite fishing hole. See, that's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And now you all yeah. can go back there and visit dad anytime you want. Anytime we want. And every time you catch a really big fish, you're like, it's him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah, exactly (laughs) right. Oh, awesome. Oh, I love that. Okay, that's sweet. We take him to the fishing hole. It's where he loved to be. We all come together. Love that. Let's go to Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Good morning. Good morning. Where did you spread uh, your folks? Okay, I took my parents, uh, both their ashes mixed together, back to uh, Desunk Airfield, World War II Airfield in uh, England, uh, Edgington, England, and... uh, spread their ashes with the now Royal Fire Department, who took over that place. Wow. Um, called Washington Hall, and it's still named for the Americans. My father's flag is there. Oh. Uh, there's pictures of the people that he was with. Um, there's a figurehead from a ship he won during World War II. That oh, my goodness. That's there, so we played this song my mother wanted. I can't remember the name of it. I know it, it's about, about never seeing the shores again. Ah. And, Wow. And that's where they met, is that right? Where your folks first met? Yes. My father was stationed Aww. there. Yeah, he took over the the Yanks took over the barracks and kicked the women out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like Pearl Harbor happening, the actual movie. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay, so Sherry, that's where your folks met. That's amazing. Blue over the ocean. That's crazy. Wow. Hi Jen, good morning. Good morning. You spread some ashes where? Uh, so I didn't spread the ashes, but I was a retired police officer and got called to a, um, a scene where there was a confrontation about uh, repossessing a car. Apparently, their father wanted to be buried with their classic car. Uh, so his ashes were in the glove box. Um, so unfortunately, uh, the guy was there to repo the car, and they wouldn't oh. let him repo the car because the ashes were in the car. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. So how did everything end up? Did they just take the ashes out and you guys took the car? Um, no, they actually uh, wrote a note, put it in the glove box saying that this is my dad. He wants to be buried in the car. Uh, they couldn't afford the car anymore, so they left the ashes with the car for the next owner. Oh, my goodness. Holy. Whoa. <laughs> That's a lot of hope right there. <laughs> Holy cow. What a weird call as a yes. cop. She gets back in the car. Right. She's like, I don't know what just right? happened. Yeah. I got to check my glove box. <laughs> wow. Hi, Matt. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good, Matt. Now, this is happening this weekend. You guys are spreading ashes. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So two years ago, my grandma passed away. And when we were kids, she always said that she wanted to be made into fireworks and shot over Lays to Michigan. Mm-hmm. So in less than a week, we're going to be ready. To, we're going to be ready to take care of that for. No wow. way! So you have it. The ashes are in fireworks, or you guys are we just going to kind of tape them to it. No, yeah, we had them made into fireworks. Oh There's my goodness! You're uh-huh. making Grandma proud. <laughs> so, but yeah, we're really excited because it's 
it took a little while to find somebody that would do it. Yeah. We but yeah, it's re- uh, really exciting. Now, Matt, one question: is the is the display set to music? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, she she lives out uh, in Gun Lake, so okay. we'll be out right off of the pier that used to be by her house. We're gonna do them right off of the deck. Oh, Maybe happy. halfway through, you bust out your phone and just put on Katy Perry yeah. firework, just part, just to add a little bit to the moment. Just Perfect. Maybe uh, maybe I can record it for you guys. We'll post it to the page. Oh, that'd be great. I would love to see. Nice. It. Hey, there's Grandma. Uh, yeah. that's awesome. A special Fourth of July. Uh, Life well lived. Awesome, Matt. Drop it. Pure emotion. He's never fake. Yeah. Guilty pleasure like stepping on a rake. Oh. He might even make your head shake. Here we go. Christmas. Take. Oh, man. So the other day. My wife and I decide we're going to go see a movie. Now, we love to go to the movies. We would see a movie every week, maybe even multiple times a week, if our schedule's allowed. We love movie theater popcorn and watching the trailers and laughing or screaming or even crying with a theater full of people we don't even know. And maybe that'll all happen during one single movie. Well, on this particular outing, we decided we're going to go see The Flash. So we went to a theater in the city, one that we go to often. Now, if you live in the Burbs, you may or may not know that when you go to a movie theater in the city, generally, you're going to pay to park in a parking garage connected to said theater. Usually, when you pull up to that parking garage, there's a little gate or an arm and it blocks your way. But when you pull a little ticket, the gate opens, the arm raises, and you're granted access to said parking lot. Once inside the theater, you often get to do this fun little thing called validating your parking so that you don't have to pay full price to park, you know, because paying six or eight bucks to park at a theater is way better than paying 30, but I digress. Actually, no, screw that. I'm going to continue to digress because paying anything at all is a pain in my ass. (laughs) Yes. These theaters already have us by the proverbial balls, and sometimes it feels like they have us by the actual balls. If my wife and I want to go see a movie, it's 16 bucks per ticket, another 12 bucks for popcorn, $8 for a pop, and like $80 to $100 for a babysitter, depending on if we're seeing some short indie film or a movie James Cameron couldn't figure out how to properly edit. So... On top of all that, now you're making me pay to leave my car in your lot so that I can watch Maria Menudos do some two-bit clown-produced pre-show before the trailers even start. Look, my apologies to Maria Menounos, but even she knows this thing is hard to watch. And at the end of it, she actually encourages you to go listen to her other podcast, which has absolutely nothing to do with the movies or the theater. But now I actually digress. (laughs) On this particular day, I pulled up to the garage, and guess what? No arm, no gate, not even a cone, nothing. Mm. Just two wide open lanes to pull into the garage. Not even a camera there, or so I thought, but let's call that a red herring. So I pull in, I park my car in a flash, and I head into the theater. On my way in, I see a sign that reads, Failure to pay for parking could result in a fine. Ha ha ha, I think. This place really needs to get their S together. The parking is free now. The lanes are wide open. No gate, no bar, not even a cone. We go into the theater. We pay out the butt for popcorn and soda, and we see the flash. It's great. I enjoy it. My wife enjoys it. Michael Keaton's the man. The movie ends. We leave. As I pull out of the garage, there's no gate, no bar, not even a cone. Wow, I think to myself, now that parking's free, this might be our main all-the-time movie theater. Yeah. Nope. Screw that. Fast forward to yesterday, I get a text message during this show that says, I owe this parking garage 80 Dollars. Wow. Let me say that again Whoa. for the people in the back. Yeah. $80. Wow. That's right. Apparently, I was supposed to go online when I arrived at the theater and pay my parking. You know, for that garage I mentioned that had no gate, no bar, not even a cone. Well, guess what? Nope. Not a chance. You want $80 because you have a flawed system that's designed for me to fail so that you can take advantage of me? No, Buster. 
Not this guy. Think again. Oh, and guess what? I snuck candy in your theater. That's right. I snuck outside snacking paraphernalia into your theater, and I sneak it in every single time I come here, and I've been doing it for years. Oh, and another thing. I farted in your theater. Yeah, that's right. Not in the bathroom. Not outside. Right there in row 12. Right at the end of it, I farted. And I did it a few times. Oh, and remember how I mentioned that I didn't see a camera? Well, shame on me, because they texted me photos of my car leaving the garage. Whoa. Look, if the message had said, hey, man, you forgot to pay to park, it's eight bucks, I'd be annoyed. I might even complain about it in a funny text message to my wife with a great emoji of Maria Menounos rolling her eyes, but I would pay it. Yeah. You want $80? That's a full night of babysitting. $80. That is dinner out for my wife and I. $80 is a new pair of Nikes, albeit on sale, but a new (laughs) pair of Nikes. Wow. I'm not giving you $80, parking garage company. And you know what? You should be ashamed if you're getting $80 from other people. That's right, shame. You sit in your tower, protected from the varying levels and confusing exit arrows, not directing people out, but rather further into the abyss of a hellscape that you call a parking garage in Chicago. (laughs) Look. This particular garage, it used to have a gate, a bar, and sometimes even a cone. And when it was broken, they'd have a human standing out there during peak hours explaining how to pull a ticket and where to pay. You got rid of the human, you got rid of the gate, you got rid of the bar, and you got rid of the cones. You made it seem like the garage was free, and you know it. So instead of taking measures to clarify what your patrons need to do, you send them a spammy-looking text message asking for $80. Well, guess what? I'm out! I'm done, Elfin. I'm not paying your asinine fine. I'm not going to show you the money or offer you a deal you can't refuse. And unlike the Terminator, I won't be back. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm taking my movie-watching business elsewhere because this whole thing is stickier than the floors in your theater. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Oh. There you go. Oh. Yep. Man, that feel good. Breathe. Yeah, that it feels, feels good, does it? So good. That's it. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. It is time for your Mix Top 6, people who genuinely enjoy being alone. It's no joke. They actually really like it. Display these top six personality traits. So look inward right now. And if you love being alone, let's see if this is you. And at number six, to them, time is always of the essence. Introverts value time. So if they work, they work hard. And if they don't want to work, they don't want to work hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Introverts value time. And at number six. Number five, the signs that you genuinely enjoy being alone. Introverts like to take their sweet time. Someone who likes being alone doesn't like to be rushed, which is sort of antithetical to number six. Right. It says, well, we take care of it right away. I don't like to be rushed, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Sure. Sure. And at number four, people who genuinely enjoy being alone display these top six traits. They actually do take the initiative on things. People who love being alone are genuinely and generally self-starters, writers, artists, scientists. In other words, they're naturally born creative types who don't have a list of rules to follow. They just fly by the seat of their pants. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to do my thing over here. Yeah. And I'll yeah. see you later. And I don't care what you think or what else you're doing. I don't have FOMO. I'm out. And at number three, the signs you genuinely enjoy being alone, they are highly independent. This does not mean people who prefer spending time alone are not avid travelers. On the contrary, introverts make the most curious of travelers. They're all about immersing themselves into the culture of a country. So as to really experience it, they have no problem dining alone, taking public transit alone, going to concerts alone, museums alone, shows alone. They don't mind doing it. And if anything, they see potential hurdles as a challenge and an adventure that they want to overcome. 
I remember the first time I either went to a bar or a restaurant by myself. Alone, like it was yeah. like a challenge. Like I was like, today you're gonna do it. I can do it. You know? Yeah. And now I love it. You don't have to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. You just like yeah. relax. You're there to enjoy your food or your cocktail. You can have as much of the dip as you want. No one exactly. else is dipping their chip in there. That's true. In at number two, the signs you genuinely enjoy being alone. Superficial social gatherings make you gag. <laughs> Those who genuinely enjoy being alone sometimes can't stomach the idea of small talk. All you can think about during a discussion is the book that's waiting for you at home or the wine you're going to be pouring as soon as you get back there so that you can forget that you accepted this invitation in the first place. Mm-hmm. We've all Everybody's had been it. like, man, I just I can't talk to anyone. I got nothing left. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yep. Just, I no. feel like a lot of folks discovered their introvertedness during the pandemic when we had no yeah. choice but to be alone. And then you found out how you enjoyed being alone. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was lovely. And then at number one, the number one sign you genuinely enjoy being alone, you don't loathe being alone. Okay. (laughs) People that genuinely enjoy being alone don't associate that with a negative connotation like loner. Yeah. No. They know that longer is just another word for introvert. I'm sorry, loner. There's a typo there, not me. Sure. Loner. Another word for introvert, a label that they will wear with pleasure. Spending time alone also helps them recharge. They like to nurture themselves and spend time on Mm self-care. So there you go. If you enjoy being alone, you may display those traits. Yeah. I feel like everybody has some of them in general. But maybe if you check a lot of those boxes, that's you. Uh, Testing one, two, one, two. Sound check. Sound check. This is Nikki's sound check on the morning mix. Okay. A lot of concert news, starting with something we've reported on. A lot of us go to Summerfest, right? We like Mm -hmm. Summerfest. They announced the lineup a while ago. It's a couple weekends. Well, there were a couple like holes in the, in the big stage. They call it the amp. And it's like the main headliner. It would say TBA. And one of those days was July 6th. So, uh, it it was then leaked that it was supposed to be Jimmy Buffett, which is huge, right? He's wasted away again, though. Well, yeah. Can't can't count on that guy. Unfortunately, that is kind of what's happening. So, it was never officially announced by Summerfest, but it was, in fact, supposed to be Jimmy Buffett on July 6th. But uh, he he was hospitalized in May, apparently, after uh, he he did a show, had to be hospitalized, recovering at home, canceled a couple other shows, but they were literally like waiting till the last moment before they called the show. There was still hope that he would be able to make it on July 6th. Like you wouldn't, you weren't able to buy tickets, but everyone kind of knew that was happening, kind of waiting. And they have officially pulled the plug on it and saying, Jimmy Buffett will not be able to make it. He's not going to be able to do it. So what do you do at this point, right? Like we're at uh, what, June 25th, 27th, whatever. 10 days out or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So they got to, they got to get someone on stage. And it's really, I know, I'm like, I don't know. What day is it? I I don't know. It's June 28th. A week from tomorrow. I got a text while that was happening. I'm like, I know I can get pick up groceries. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so they've said who's going to be playing. It's going to be a really interesting situation. AJR is opening up for Imagine Dragons on July 8th. They are now also going to be headlining July 6th. So they are staying. They're going to do both days. So in the last, I've never heard of this before. Yeah, my, I mean, I headline Hope. and then you go open a couple days later. Right. So huh. they just needed someone to fill the spot and AJR, our buddies AJR, are stepping up to do that. That's so, amazing. Good for them. Yeah, really, Dang. really. I mean, I, that, again, what a crazy situation yeah. to kind of wait till the very last minute. Really hoping. It sounded like he was maybe going to do it. But no. So AJR, you have two chances to see them now at Summerfest on the main stage July 6th and then opening up for Imagine Dragons a couple days later. Do we put money on them doing a Jimmy Buffett cover? I bet you I they would. 
see them get some cheeseburgers in paradise or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're, they're funny guys. And then a more interesting uh, stage stuff. This is really a bummer. We talked about it off the air here. So Glastonbury was last weekend, and our buddy Louis Capaldi played. And the last time he was here in Chicago, if you were at that show, you experienced his uh, Tourette's really interfered with his ability to sing. He was coughing. He ended up not coming out the last song. The crowd sang the song for him. So he took three weeks off after that. He was like, you know what? I just want to be good for Glastonbury. This is all I'm going to focus on. So he went on stage and it still, it got him again. But once again, the wonderful crowds at Glastonbury, his fans, they stepped up. He's looking at them almost crying and like just so sad he can't do this himself, but overwhelmed by the crowd doing this for him. I get goosebumps hearing this. And when you see the video online, same. So this was the song in Chicago at Aragon Ballroom at the Encore. The band played and the fans sang yeah. the whole song all the way through. You can feel the love yeah. at that it, experience. I mean, it's so, so nice. It is just, it is, it is heartbreaking. Uh, so he said, hey, this won't come as a surprise to you, uh, but I'm going to take a break from touring for the foreseeable future. So yeah. he's kind of just calling it as it is. He said he'd hope those three weeks away would help, uh, but he's got to take some time and get mentally and physically uh, in order. And I would encourage you, if you're a fan of Lewis Capaldi, there's a great doc for him on Netflix where they dive into all of this. It's it's intense, but it's really, really well done. Yeah, I mean, even our conversation with him back in October was really before th- this all hit. And, he, you know, he just said he really wants to do this for a long time. Yeah. So he has to take a break right now to get there. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. So there's a lot of criticism online. Period on a story. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. About specifically the upcoming movie based on the best-selling book, It Ends With Us. So most of the hate around this uh, film that is in production comes from the wardrobe. And people are saying that the main character, Lily Bloom, played by Blake Lively, is not anything like they expected because of like the character that they read about in the book. They said she's wearing oversized patchwork jackets, slouchy skirts, bold fake red hair. She's supposed to be like... Very petite, not like a, they're they're describing her to look like a librarian and she's supposed to be like cool and edgy. And Hmm. first of all, they don't like Blake Lively doing it. They don't like a fake redhead. And now they don't like the wardrobe to which the author of the book came out, Colleen Hoover. And she's finally responding, saying, I don't care what the characters wear. I care what they're saying. I care about the message. I care about the script. And that's what I'm focusing on. She also goes on to say it's kind of a good thing that people care this much. That they're obviously invested but yeah. I don't know. Way to oh. go, Colleen. There you go, Colleen. You tell him. Yeah, Hoover you tell him. Colleen. <laughs> my I girl. Don't, the, the people who love this book are like really upset. I right. don't personally read, so I had to reach out to my friend Rachel, who does. Yeah. Um, and she gave me. Well, everybody imagines something different when they read. So right. you're, you're, you're never going to hit think, make everyone happy. But the internet is all in agreement for the yeah. first time ever that <laughs> they did it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Next, Way to go, Rachel. I know. Thanks, Rachel. <laughs> um, next, uh, Jennifer Lawrence was talking to Andy Cohen, and she is putting a pretty big, juicy rumor to bed. The one that claims that she had an affair with Liam Hemsworth while... He was still with Miley Cyrus. What she's talking about, the coincidence, is the Flowers music video where she seems to be wearing, Miley Cyrus seems to be wearing the same exact dress that Jennifer Lawrence wore to the premiere of Hunger Games that she co-starred with Liam Hemsworth. So... I will say, if you play the song backwards, (laughs) she does say, Jennifer Lawrence kissed my husband. I didn't like the third Hunger Games movie. You should have stopped. I don't know. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty direct, but I guess... Yeah, pretty direct. Mm -hmm. Very direct. And lastly, uh, Tiger Woods 
big golfer. He also has mini golf courses that are looking very impressive online and continuing to expand. Everybody is like loving these videos. They're entertainment facilities, as they're called online. Huge 18-hole mini golf courses. They come with a bar, a restaurant, other games like ping pong tables. And a lot of them are in Florida, Texas, Arizona, and soon... Nashville, which is kind of close to us. They kind of sound like working at Google. They got all that stuff. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, exactly. Just like Google. Same thing. That's your flash briefing. All right. Thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.